This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Belqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. It is a beautiful Sunday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys have a great, had a great weekend. I had a very sleepy weekend. I, I spent my weekend <laughs> sleeping, uh, kind of recovering from last week. But, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about how Google can delete content from June next year. Yes, indeed. So their generosity, especially with Google Photos, is coming to an end. Why and when will this come into effect? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. But we're also going to be talking about some hacking happening, especially one that is targeting the coronavirus vaccine and Mm -hmm. one that involves Microsoft. I don't understand why are we trying to hack any researcher that is trying to work on the COVID-19 vaccine when we're all waiting for it with every single piece of us. A lot of controversy going around the vaccine ever since Pfizer did announce that they do have 90% done with the vaccine. Yeah. We're going to get into that in a bit. But meet Cargo, which is the revolutionary home delivery robot now. You guys know on right here on Future Talk, we like to talk about robots a lot. But now we're going to be talking about car. Go. <laughs> yes, indeed. Also, coming up on Future Talk, in the world of, in the world of apps, Instagram uh, has been adding a lot of new features on its home screen. So we're going to be telling you all about their new reels and shop tabs that will be available in a single tap. And also, we're going to be talking about Amazon's Alexa Care Hub update, which will make it easier to help aging family members. Now, uh, we haven't talked about Alexa in a while, <laughs> but now they're making headlines once again. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world. Google is making headlines because they are actually issuing a big warning for all those who like to use and who don't like to use the Gmail drive because the company has announced that it's going to be notifying users multiple times before attempting to remove any content. But it's definitely planning to go ahead and delete a lot of its content starting from June of 2021. Yes, uh, it will be effective from June 1st, 2021. And if you have been inactive in Gmail, Drive, or Photos for at least two years, the company may delete the contact in the product in which you are inactive in. Now, the new policies are for consumer accounts that are either inactive or over their storage limit across Gmail, Drive, which do include Google Docs, Sheets, Slides, Drawing Forms, etc., And to better align with common practices across the industry, that is why, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you have to keep your, 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 it's all for free. All those services are free, but they don't want people to kind of abuse the the features and services that Google has been giving us. True. And they also don't want to keep people who aren't using it still benefiting from yes. the from the, because, from because the features. St- storage costs money. Exactly. And if you're not using it then what, they might as well go ahead and give it to someone else. So if you have if you have been over the storage limit for over two years, Google may delete your content across Gmail, Drive and Google Photos. Now they are gonna be doing it kindly by actually notifying users multiple times before attempting to remove any content. Now if you are inactive, mm. the easiest way for you to go ahead and keep 
this feature uh, as a part of your Google use is to go ahead and just periodically visit your Gmail, your Drive, your Google Drive, your Google Photos on the web or even on mm-hmm. your mobile as well. You have to got you got to be signed in yeah. and connected to the internet. So make sure you go ahead and do that just multiple times mm. up until they go ahead and just to ensure that you are using it. The inactive account manager can also go ahead and help people manage specific content, and they will be notifying a trusted contact if you stop using your Google account for a certain mm. period of time, and that's between three months and eighteen months. Yes. Now, uh, originally Google will give you fifteen gigabytes of free. Stuff. Storage, which you can then upgrade to a larger storage plan with Google One. You can even choose plans from starting at 100 gigabytes of space that do include a lot of member features like Google mm-hmm. Experts and shared family plans and more. So 15 GB is a big chunk of free free memory, which yeah. does use for emails, etc., and even photos and documents. And we do know emails are what two <laughs> megabytes, and documents are what 400 kilobytes. So it's basically nothing. Uh, in comparison to that 15 GB that they do give you. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go check on your Gmail accounts. I'm going to go check on my Gmail accounts, even though Do you use I Google know, Drive? I do not use Google Drive. But I want to ask everyone, this this comes to mind every time we talk about Gmail. Mm. I feel like Gmail is more professional than Hotmail. Oh, so, 100%. So, I feel like, for example, if someone says, hey, give me your email, and I say my email is hanny at hotmail.com, I, You've imme- I feel like I'm 16 years old. <laughs> You know, Hotmail was 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 the beginning. Hotmail and Yahoo were like yeah. basically the good old times of email. Or even Live.com. Oh yes. At Live.com, I don't like it. So I do believe that uh, if you have a Gmail, is more professional for mm. professional use. And uh, let us know you guys' thoughts. Four two one five door slot. Do you guys think Gmail is more professional or Hotmail? But let's talk about the coronavirus pandemic because obviously we are still in the pandemic. Now, Russia and North Korean hackers are targeting the vaccine work. And this comes after Pfizer did announce that they are 90% done with the vaccine. Yes, indeed. Now, I'm very excited for the vaccine to hopefully become widespread and used in different parts around the world, even though there is still lots of time to wait for that until they figure out a way to transport it. But Microsoft is actually going ahead after all those hackers who are targeting the clinical trials of the COVID-19 vaccine. But Microsoft did not name the targets, but it did announce that most of them uh, had vaccine candidates in various stages of the clinical trials. Yes. And most of those attempts were actually happening, as you've mentioned, Hani, by state-backed Russians and North Korean hackers mm. that were trying to steal valuable data from some of the most leading pharmaceutical companies and vaccine researchers. Now, this is big because the key word is state-backed Russian and yeah. North Korean hackers. So obviously the government is backing them up. Now, we do know that Russia came out with a vaccine a couple months ago mm. and they have been using it and they have even been giving their army. So yeah. when you give a vaccine to your army, your number one defense, that means a lot. That means they it's are trusted. They're trusted and they're, they're so uh, confident with the vaccine. Yeah. But now we see that these Russian-backed hackers are hacking into Microsoft. Now, there's a big conspiracy theory when yeah. it does come with the coronavirus vaccine and the mm. vaccination and the pandemic in general that uh, the, 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 the coronavirus was created by Bill Gates, mm. who is was the owner and the founder of Microsoft. Yeah. So Microsoft having 
knowing that people are trying to hack in, it does raise another question. Why does Microsoft know that? Exactly. And is it a full circle? Is it's it full, tying yes. in? Um, now, luckily, they Microsoft did announce that all of those attacks uh, that took place over the past few months were unsuccessful. Thank God. But it did also provide uh, that a lot of information was lacking on how many actually succeeded or how mm. serious those breaches were. Mm. Now, it's definitely very tough to find pharmaceutical companies trying to be hacked more or less because you don't expect such companies to be hacked even though we do need to make sure that all companies have a very strong firewall to try and prevent any security breaches and i do believe microsoft is being that defender against hackers now microsoft did say most of the targets were located in canada france india south korea and even the U.S., and they were directly involved in researching vaccines and even treatment for COVID-19. Now, I'm going to go on a hunch. I'm going to go on my own type of prediction. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Russia wants to be the leading one with the vaccine because, unfortunately, even though though everyone needs the vaccine, but it's it's politics. Everyone wants to be the first, especially Russia and the U.S. Now, we do know that Pfizer did come out and say, hey, listen, we're 90% done with the vaccine. Mm. Some countries might get it at de- in December. Yeah. Some countries were going to wait for regulatory authorities in the U.S. because with the FDA in, in, the, in the United States, they do a lot. They do they do a lot, and there's a lot of uh, patents and regulatory things that they need to get done. So we're looking at the U.S. in 2021 to have that vaccine fully going on. But uh, when we're looking at the hack, I do believe mm. that Russia wants to be the number one. It wants to kind of grab the market by yeah. the neck. And because a lo- every other country would yes. have to buy the vaccine exactly. from Russia. Exactly. And force the United States to use their own vaccine, which will True. never happen. It won't happen. I'll tell you that. So, uh, I mean, it's 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 kind of sad that we have to yeah. result to even something that is a necessity. The vaccine, the, the coronavirus vaccine is super important for the us. The whole world is waiting. The for whole it. world is waiting. Super important for us to get to back to our normal life. And they're playing politics. Politics and they're playing hacking and and, and, and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, that's the world we live in today. Sadly, it is. But we're definitely excited for the COVID-19 vaccine. Even though I did hear that although the vaccine is out, the main issue right now is transporting it. Yes. Because it has to remain under negative uh, 77 degrees. So, let us know your thoughts. Uh, are you excited for the COVID-19 vaccine? I mean, who I isn't excited? Exactly. I think everyone is. Time to get back to normal. <laughs> but keep Pulse 95 locked because coming up, we're going to be sharing with you lots and lots about what's happening in the tech world and mainly robotics as we discuss the revolutionary home delivery robot. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? What's worth a click and download, but majority of you guys already have this app downloaded and we're talking about Instagram and how it has added a new feature on its home screen, which is Reels and the Shop tabs. Now, photo and video sharing platform Instagram has announced on Thursday that it is adding a Reels tab and a Shop tab to its home screen. Now, the Reels tab does make it easier for users to discover short, fun videos from creators all over the world. While the shop tab does give you a better way to connect with the brands and creators and even discover products you love. Now, I've seen Reels already kind of come to life so far. Have you seen Reels on on your feed yet? Yes, I have. And so many Instagram influencers have honestly left TikTok to try out Reels. Now, I don't know if it's a marketing scheme coming out of Instagram because a lot of influencers all of a sudden started working on Instagram Reels. But... 
I know this might be a bit weird or different, but I definitely do enjoy watching reels a bit more than I enjoy watching TikToks. Now, I haven't actually dived so deep into the reels category mm. yet. I haven't been on Instagram that much these past couple of days when I've been seeing it. But uh, so far, I like it. I mean, I've seen a couple of two or three videos saying that, hey, go and do your reels and watch your reels. I think I think why I like it is because... Unlike TikTok, it's like you can watch TikTok, scroll through your newsfeed, enjoy Instagram stories all in one platform. So it's like Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram merged into one. Yes, I like the way you see it. But at the same time, Omnia, mm. I feel like there's a time and place for everything. True. Right? I feel like it's better to kind of have everything in one place. You mm. want to watch TikToks, you go to TikTok. And TikTok is very popular. Very so popular as well. you can't really beat it. You want to shop, you go to Amazon. You want to <laughs> post a video, you go to Instagram. You want to post a picture, you go to Instagram. Yeah. So I feel like all these places need to be somewhere at a certain time. Mm. And it is nice because, Omni, like you said, at the end of the day, Instagram is a company. They yeah. want everything. They want to be the number one. Your the number one pa- social media platform. The full package. Now, when they have all these features mm. jam-packed into one app, obviously, you're going to stay longer on that app. And thus, you're going to see more ads and consume more ads, thus raising the revenue of Instagram. Absolutely. Now, that's definitely a great theory. And we definitely see Instagram listening to us 99% of the time. So you could have a conversation with a friend about a certain product. Pull up Instagram only to find an ad about whatever it is that you discussed. Now, Instagram has definitely added this update to its home screen so that it can make sure it lures people into checking out the reels feature as well as the new shopping button but how people create and enjoy those feature goes back to them the biggest risk to instagram is not that they change too fast according to them Mm -hmm. but that the change uh, becomes sometimes irrelevant so that's exactly what they're trying to fight uh, and that is according to head of Instagram, Adam Mosseri, which, uh, by the way, I really do enjoy mm. his strategy because he always comes out mm. every Friday and asks for people to go ahead and ask him questions about Instagram's features. Now, OK, now it's time to talk about the big dogs. Mm. Now, let's look at Instagram as yeah. a whole. OK, mm. now we've seen that they copied Snapchat with their stories and they excelled succeeded. in it. They yes. succeeded <laughs> and they excelled and they blew Snapchat right out of the park. A lot yeah. of. A lot of fashionistas, a lot of people who use uh, use Snapchat very deeply switched to Instagram. Now, we know TikTok is is owning it. TikTok Mm -hmm. is owning it. TikTok is the man, right, when it comes to these type of videos. So do you think, Omnia, Mm. that Instagram will compete with TikTok and win them over and win the audience over? In my opinion, I do see that possibility simply because it did win Snapchat back in the day. So it's not too far. But at the same time, I feel like Mm -hmm. TikTok has a very wide popularity and Instagram may just be short out of a few features that TikTok is offering. Okay. Now this is where I come in on me. And (laughs) I tell you, that TikTok is not going anywhere. If not, not the popularity will go up because we have to think about a couple of things. Mm. Look at the demographic, Omnia, about TikTok. Yes, okay? of TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, TikTok's demographic does cater to, the, to yes. the younger generation. Now, what gives the younger generation this freedom is that their parents aren't on TikTok. Yeah. A lot of kids want to post <laughs> dumb TikToks and they don't want their parents True. to see it. Yeah. So you're going to have, it's kind of the own personal space. And we're looking at the same thing on Facebook. Also, Omnia. is there a limit for who can have an account on Instagram? I don't know, but let's look mm. at the personal space 
when it comes to Facebook. Now, Omnia, you yeah. and I, we used to use Facebook. We used to use it back a lot. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> but something that kind of pushed us away from Facebook is that our family members, our parents, everyone, our grand-grand-grandfathers, uh, the, the, our, se- your friend requests. our seventh cousins started looking at what we're doing. Yeah. And that kind of didn't give us that personal freedom. Yeah. So I don't think TikTok is going anywhere because TikTok has made its own space for the youth. But I want to ask the audience, ladies and gentlemen, 4215, do it, or on Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. <laughs> What do you guys think? TikTok is going anywhere or Instagram is going to fly them right out of the park and they are going to be that and they're going to win with reels. Yeah, that's definitely the question that we want to hear from you. Our text signs are open for 215-DO-IT-IS-A-LOT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Tech this out. Tech this out. On Future Talk, we tend to really appreciate our robotic friends, but we do appreciate them a little bit more when they can make the receiving of our deliveries become one step better. And this is exactly what this brand new robotic vehicle has been doing. It is called Cargo, and it is one of the most revolutionary home delivery robots. Yes, it's a new robotic vehicle that has been created designed to solve the last mile delivery where most is occurred. Now, Cargo does solve the problem by automating it. Yes. Now, the custom-built electric vehicle will carry 48 packages and can drive on urban roads and unmarked country lanes without a GPS signal. Yeah. And how does it do it? Well, it uses AI to learn its route and sort its packages on the move. Now, this is definitely one of the most important features that makes it different from other last mile delivery robots. It does not depend on GPS. So you can ensure that even if you're asking it to deliver somewhere that is not relevant on the map and it's not placed on the map, it will still be able to do that. The company does say that the vehicle will drive itself to and from the sender and the recipient's address, but it will also perform parcel handover autonomously using its onboard robotics. So you don't, you would never need a delivery guy to go ahead and move the parcel from the van to the recipient's house. All you'll need is to send this robot with the parcel and uh, what makes it very f- convenient and functional for this job is how it can function on different terrains as well. Now, obviously, it does begin with semi-autonomous deliveries, but the level of autonomy will gradually increase, just like we've seen it with cars. Yeah. Every year and every couple of generations, we do see the it level increase. The level yeah. increases. Now, while the laws around driverless vehicles is expected uh, to evolve with technology and in accordance with the current uh, legislation, Cargo will also have a safety driver on board who can take over at any time. And Cargo will focus on delivering shoe box size packages. So kind of small shoe shoe size packages, like the box of shoes you buy. That's how big the packages will be. And obviously, you'll have a uh, a, a, a kind of a, a technician on board yeah, just ready in to case. Con- take control at any time now it will deliver medicine trials there was actually medicine trials and they were planned before the covid pandemic but the timing kind of proved wrong yes so let's talk a little bit about how fast cargo the robot can go so cargo can actually reach speeds of about 96 uh, kilo per hours uh, and it takes about an hour to charge up to 70 percent charge and it can be fully charged in around three hours so it can definitely last you for a good part of the day to go ahead and give out 
those packages. It costs around 0.5 uh, per kilometer to run, and it promises to reduce the last mile delivery cost by up to 90%. Now, 96 kilometers per hour is pretty quick, ladies and gentlemen, yes. because if we see buses on the road, mm-hmm. they're only opted to 80. They can't go over 80 miles yeah. per uh, kilometers per hour. So having this small little robot go 96 is pretty quick. Now, shipper re- shippers, retailers, and restaurants are even experimenting with robots, drones, and self-driving cars in an attempt to use automation to drive down the high cost of delivering gadgets, groceries, and even cups of coffee to consumers' doorsteps. Now, the number one thing I'm waiting <laughs> for, and I'll be satisfied, is when yes. drones are implemented. And mm. someone who lives on the 28th floor of a building will have a drone fly up <laughs> and receive their package. Then I will be impressed. Oh, that's that's. I'm setting I'm setting the bar high. Literally. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, it's definitely hap- it, ha- it has happened before, but I'm not sure how widespread it is. So let us know if you could have this robot, Cargo the robot, deliver for you your packages. How would you want your deliver your deliveries to happen? Do you want it to come hand it to you? Do you want it to fly up and <laughs> give you yeah. your package from your balcony or your window? Our text lines are open for two and five door to Salat. And Amazon is actually developing a drone delivery system that will deliver packages to customers in 30 minutes or less. That's but the promise. That's the promise. But I, I feel like we'll be a little bit late to the party right here in the <laughs> UAE. In the U.S., they are experimenting with it. And we've mm. seen a lot of kind of uh, demo videos about it. But we've also seen flying burgers, right? here in the UAE. Flying burgers right here in the UAE, but I mean, uh, Amazon is is where it's at, ladies and gentlemen. We know Amazon <laughs> is the king, so uh, we'll see how that happens in the later years. Text in 4215, let us know what you guys think. We're taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen, but when we come back, we got Alexa back in the house. Yes, indeed. She's taking care of the elderly and helping uh, the aging family members make sure that they are safe. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. We're talking about Alexa all over again, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it's been a while since Alexa has made headlines, which is Amazon's Alexa. But Amazon's Alexa Care Hub update will make it easier to help aging family members. Now, more seniors than ever are choosing to remain at home and live independently. And this is where this personal assistant does come in handy. Yes, indeed. So the company has definitely been listening to its customers' concerns for years because a lot of customers have been asking to use Alexa's voice assistant to monitor all of their aging relatives who are, as you mentioned, Danny, increasingly choosing to stay home on their own so that they can regain that sense of independence, but also because COVID-19 has caused a lot of people, especially the older generation, to go ahead and want to stay home. Mm -hmm. This shift has definitely caused Alexa to go ahead and develop its product. So as of Wednesday, last Wednesday, customers with an Alexa voice assistant can go ahead and link their account to an aging loved one's Alexa account. So if the family member that you want to check up on by using your Alexa accepts the invitation, then your feed will actually be linked to theirs. So you as a caregiver can go ahead and get alerts about your relative. You can view your relative's activity feed and that feed is actually more or less of a summary that includes some of the most basic information such as what lights are being used at home, if they're moving just fine. And it's not going to be a way to spy on your relatives or parents 
but more or less of a way to take care of them. Now, Amazon does want it to make to make it easier for caregivers to check in on their aging relatives, yeah. which did have that new feature called CareHub to help provide some peace of mind to family members. And there's actually an, ur- an emergency contact feature where the loved one can simply say, Alexa, call for help. Mm. And Alexa will then send an immediate push notification to that caregiver. So obviously you have kind of like a, uh, a personal assistant inside of that home. And uh, I do believe it's very important to have that type of peace of mind when you have the elderly and the senior citizens at home while you're at work or going out for groceries. And especially because of the pandemic, a lot of a lot of elderly people, I mean, just like we said, are choosing to stay home and not go out because obviously they're in that risk factor. But let's talk about Amazon and how they have always been looking into the aging space for years. And at one point, even discussing a a potential collaboration with a lobbying group that does present the interest of people over 50. And uh, I mean, it's very important. And we're seeing how technology caters to the young and to the old, whether it's not we're talking about Apple watches or even personal assistance at home as well. Absolutely. Now, Amazon has definitely been beta testing uh, the new Amazon Alexa Care Hub for quite some time with its very own Amazon employees and their very own loved ones in the past few months. And once they actually confirmed that it's working just fine, they went ahead and Mm -hmm. introduced it to the rest Mm -hmm. of their users. So it's definitely a great feature for anyone who has a, you know, who is a caregiver or who has people that he or she wants to check up on. Yes, 100%. It's super good and super handy. In, in, in situations like these and even after the coronavirus pandemic yeah. now I'm, I'm i'm looking after the coronavirus pandemic because hopefully soon enough inshallah we're going to be done with it as the vaccine is coming into play so having this type of personal assistant is very important especially when you're at you're, when you're not at home mm. or if let's say for example you have your parents yeah. in their own home or let some 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 mothers older generations they don't like uh, kind of living with their kids because yeah. they want to give them their own free space their own freedom and mm. live their own life and they do opt for living at home alone so if if that ever happened to me my mind would always be with my mother and father True. So having that type of Alexa over there is a peace of mind to me. Uh, I can see it that way. Absolutely. And it's, even if they're living in different countries, so that that type of gadget could definitely cross borders. Um, yeah. Since all you need to do is make sure that you have an Alexa at your own home and mm. that your loved ones have an Alexa at their home. You're linking accounts and you always have a lifeline between you two. Now, we see that kind of uh, coming in play with the Apple Watch as well. Yeah. Now, how does that come in play? Well, if you have the fall detection feature turned on and you have an emergency contact let's say for example it's Hani and you fall god forbid I will get a notification saying well guess what Hani has fa- has fell would you like to check up on him or would you like to call for emergency services so we're looking at technology in a couple of different ways now it's not only for our entertainment not only to help and work but for medical reasons and personal reasons as well and it's connecting all of us one by one whether we're in a different country different home or even different city so I like how technology is emerging and soon enough we might see even see like I'm looking towards the future I look <laughs> at the next 10 to 15 years maybe our Apple watch will have a camera like a hologram system I wouldn't be you know? surprised. <laughs> and uh, I want to call my dad and I press my, my the button on my watch and then my dad's hologram comes up, my hologram comes up. Hey, Baba, how you doing? <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be surprised, um, especially because lately, as you've mentioned, Hani, uh, Apple has definitely 
also came out with uh, the Apple Watch where yes. you can link it with your kids' mm. smartwatches mm-hmm. so you can always have a way to check up on them. Let us know, what do you think of using wearables to check up on your loved ones or even using a personal assistants personal assistance and virtual assistants that have been coming now, into uh, our houses? Now, Omnia, we're talking about Amazon again. Don't forget, they have that flying drone right now as a security measure in really? their house. Yeah, the flying drone. Oh, yes, the Ring, the uh, ring cameras. Ring yes. cameras. So I'm probably going guessing soon enough Amazon will kind of make a collaboration with Alexa and that ring so uh, maybe just in case some something does happen you can fly that drone and t- check on whoever is in need let us know you guys thoughts 4215 do or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio thank you so much for lending us your ears for this hour Future Talk is coming to an end but we will definitely be opening the airwaves for Half of the Dream Team, Mikhail Atiyah, will be joining you in just a few moments to give you the latest on what is happening in the entertainment industry. He definitely has an exciting show, so make sure you stay tuned to that. But you can catch us once again, same time, same place tomorrow from 2 to 3 p.m. Yes, only here, right here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.